You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome to the podcast. I wish you were in the room today, but you're not. Tell you who is. Today, Matt Geringer's in the room with me, and so is Pam Pickle. So Matt is our worship leader in Celebrate Recovery and just an all-around blessing to me. Pam Pickle is our children's minister over here. And today, I want to talk about uh, worship in the fellowship hall. So when our COVID numbers jumped back up a couple of weeks ago, we had to figure out how to care for our congregation the best that we could. We know that some people are going to watch the live stream from home, and they need to. If they're a high-risk individual and concerned, and they need to. That's great. So we're glad to have live stream user numbers you know, peaking again. That's great. Lots of folks are worshiping in the sanctuary. I think this, uh, you know, this Sunday, I don't remember exactly the number, but it seems like we had just over 200 people in the sanctuary this Sunday. Of course, our sanctuary holds tons, so you can kind of imagine, you know, we're spaced out every other pew. But we had this idea to create a a worship space on campus that was at church where people could have some sense of community. They'd be in the room with other families, but it also might be uh, kind of a family-friendly, family-fun environment. So we're streaming the live stream into the fellowship hall, which Matt, I know that's a space where you're super comfortable because you are I mean, right. you're on the platform in there all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But I wonder what it's like, and I'm going to ask you in a minute, I wonder what it's like to be in there and not be the guy on the platform, be the dad, you know, <laughs> with his kids in church. But we're using the Fellowship Hall as a family-friendly worship space on Sunday mornings. And I just wanted to share a little bit about what that's like. So, Pam, I want to kick off with you, right? Because you were in the room when we thought of this. I mean, we, you know, last last year when we were dealing with COVID, we needed to create what we were calling then, you know, it's an overflow space. You know, we needed to create a place where people can um, can have a little more room if the sanctuary fills up. And nobody wanted to go into the fellowship hall, they, you know, people would say, hey, Ben, if I'm going to watch church, I'm going to watch it from home on my right. couch. You know, I'm not coming, I'm not going to drive to church. And I totally get that. Then it clicked in our minds that the people who were telling us that were empty nesters and not people with kids. And that's where, Pam, you may be the one, I can't remember if you were the one that said, but wouldn't families love being able to be around a table and they can take notes, they can talk, they can ask questions, and nobody minds if they have the wiggles. Was that you? Did you think of that? Maybe. It, so- it sounds like a Pam thing. Maybe you did. But you've been kind of the host of that space, right? That's been your own little game show for the last <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. What's it like, Pam, if you don't mind? If, if somebody goes to the Fellowship Hall to worship, what's it like in there? So one of the ideas that we had was that we were trying to create a space that Families could feel comfortable if the kids made noise or if they talked. But also, because it's really important to me that kids learn to worship. And I think that parents get to teach worship in a way that nobody else does. We can't do that in a children's church space or another space where there are adults who don't know their children. So the idea is to create a space where parents feel comfortable to teach worship, but also it is the one thing that they get to do that their children get to do for eternity. So the idea is to create a space that parents get to teach their children how to worship. That's awesome. And so... um, we created um, guides that get the parents engaged, 
there's okay to have conversations. It's okay for kids to run around. Um, it's been really neat for me to watch, though, uh, parents worshiping with their children. Yeah. And um, so um, they're just engaged. And so instead of feeling like, oh, I've got to keep them quiet, everybody's in there with the same... They're in the same boat. So if they run around, if they talk, it's not a big deal. We love listening to those conversations. Bash. Well, and that's one thing what that I, I realized really quickly is because our, our Bash, our two-year-old, um, first he got out of his chair and then spilled all of his Fruit Loops all over the floor. So Heather has to get up, <laughs> pick up Fruit Loops. It's real, real life church. And then right, and then a few minutes later, all of a sudden, kachoo. And Bash falls out of his chair. Oh. And we're both, our first instinct was to look around to see who noticed, you know. And everybody noticed, but we realized, oh, we're all in the same boat here. Everybody here, everybody right. here. Got you know, you got so, Bash, so Bash is two, right? Bash is two. And right now we don't have, our preschool is not open yet. We're, we hope that it will be open this week, right? Correct. But right now, if you've got a two-year-old, Fellowship Hall is a fantastic. So here's Bash with his mom and dad kind of a church. Right, and so to... To kind of parlay off with what Miss Pam talked about with families worshiping, um, there's just one little small thing that made such a big difference, which is if you're in the sanctuary and you've got your kids and you're in a pew, you don't have a lot of room to roam. Yeah. And so including if I'm having to hold bash in a pew in the sanctuary, yeah. I'm I'm kind of caged in myself. And you're worried about who else watching. Is he That's wiggling right. too much? Is so it can... was so nice yesterday to, you know, Bash obviously wants to be held, held all the time. So to be able to hold Bash and be able to move with the music and be able to kind of saunter around a little bit was really, really nice. It kept him engaged. You know, it was, you know, I, I wasn't able to raise my hands in worship at that point in time. But I was kissing on Bash, you know. We were kind of swaying with the music, and it was just kind of a such a cool worship experience, you know. Shepherd standing on yeah. the is standing on the chair next to me. He's got his arm around me, you know. And so, from a relaxed standpoint, it allowed us to be kind of our family unit. But we also were able to pick up on the energy from other families too. You know, when you're at home and you're sitting on the couch and you're watching the live stream. There's only so much engagement you can do. <laughs> talk right? to you. Because there's an energy yeah. to community. That's right. I, and I talked to a family the other day who's who's needing to make use of the live stream with their kids. And they said, you know, if it's just us, you know, man, we can watch the live stream and we can worship the Lord. We can, we totally track the sermon. Um, but man, if our kids are there, gosh, it's so hard to keep them from wanting to run to the room or grab a toy or, you know, do this it's because they're in their, 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 their own home space. Matt, listening to that makes me just brings back some wonderful memories for me, um, and it also makes me think I need to work on this a little bit. I have great memories from before I was preaching on Sundays when Brother Hogan was preaching to us. Um, Lindsay sang in the choir, and Curry was the first skipper kid in the sanctuary. Right, so Curry's four years old, and he's sitting on a pew with me, and. Um, I just loved sitting by him that first year, and I just assumed that he didn't know any of it. So we'd be singing a song about the cross, and I would just lean over and I'd be whispering in his ear, you know, this is a song about Jesus dying on the cross because he loved us. I mean, I, so <laughs> Lindsay and I had mixed reviews. Like, I don't think Lindsay liked how much we were whispering and wiggling, but I love, <laughs> but I loved being able to sit by him and explain the theology of some of the song, basically, right? Just real right. simple. Um, also, I remember when Brother Hogan was preaching to us and my, my other boys were in the sanctuary and the kids were getting older. One of my favorite memories, I guess, would be standing between my kids and having my hands on their back, 
you know, while I was singing. And uh, it just, I don't know, it brings back memories for me from singing beside my dad on the pew. That's kind of, that was kind of cool. And what was clutch for Heather and I, um, you know, we're not those type A parents to where we've got everything figured out, right? <laughs> I mean, when it's craft day, when we've got to send our kid to, to school for craft day, we're a little embarrassed because <laughs> we're not those parents. Um, so it's, it, it was really nice for us to be in a community on Sunday morning in a fellowship hall to where we could feed off other families' energies. Does that make sense? Yes. And the thing is, families can still separate. So if you're a little nervous about being here and being around, there's a big table. So families have kind of sat in units together. Mm -hmm. But still, they can have community. And so that's been really important. And I'm amazed that children multitask so well. So, you know, you think they're not paying attention and they're filling out their sheet or they're coloring or whatever. And then they're all of a sudden asking their parents a question. And so it's been really fun to watch that. And you have to have pipe cleaners. Yeah, well, you have to have pipe cleaners. Oh. So, all right, a couple questions just for the guy who's never been in there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm all, obviously I'm in the sanctuary on Sunday mornings right now, so I don't get to worship in the fellowship hall in that environment. We do have plenty of families taking advantage of the Sunday morning environment in the sanctuary. Plenty of kids sitting in there. Typically, families who have kids that are old enough to right. sit and engage. I get that. But um, what's the expectation? How many, like, what would I expect if I went? Uh, a couple of questions. How I mean, how many people are in there? Five people, ten people? How many people are in there? We started out at about 15, and the last couple of Sundays we've been right over 40. So uh, it's growing right. every Sunday. It's fantastic. Okay, and so uh, the layout is tables. So I go, I sit at a table with my family, mm-hmm. and we put our Bibles on the table. We've got, what, crayons, markers? Pipe cleaners, because everybody can play with a pipe cleaner. Even adults play with the pipe cleaners. Um, And then there's worship guides. So there are several questions that parents are encouraged to answer with their children as they listen to the sermon. So are there any examples, like what if I am, what if I don't have kids, right? But I would, but I want to be in community. I need to get out of my house. I want to worship Jesus at church, but I'm uncomfortable um, with I want more space. I want to be. Right. Contri- Are there any adults in there that aren't people with yeah, several? I oh, really cool. Okay, cool, yeah. great. Uh, and there's, FYI, and there's free coffee. There's coffee. I'm yes. down with that. I'm not worried about spilling coffee in the pool. <laughs> oh, no, the okay. on the carpet. Thank you. I appreciate that. Please don't spill coffee on the carpet. We got so many stains that I want to get rid of. And also, from a standpoint uh, of the worship experience, you know the. Um, you get to engage in the worship from a, a pretty nice sound system. Yeah, that's right. So the sound system, you know, I had to turn it down a couple of times when the drums got a little crazy. But uh, it was a very nice experience from, you know, when you're at home and you're just listening through your TV, we don't have surround yeah. sound. Um, so there's something to be able to feel that right. music a little yeah. bit, which was nice. Excellent. All right, well, we'll wrap up. I'm looking at the podcast uh, time slot today, and I want to kind of wrap this one up and bring the plane down. Um, I know there's been some funny stories, you know, and Pam, you told me that uh, I think Harrison was running around saying something transitory. <laughs> what is transitory? What is... That was a peculiar word that was in this scripture that we read, and it popped up a couple of times. So he was running around and asking about transitory. That's funny. And you've told me other stories about the things that kids heard in the sermon and drew in their drawings, and it's really cool to me to get to that. But I think the thing that I like the best, right, is that... It's a creative way for us to try to meet the needs of our families while we're worshiping during a pandemic. And in this setting, the one really great value is you get that extra space to whisper what the song is about, to you know reach over there and show on the Bible page where we're reading, to answer a question. And I just, I kind of like that. I think that's really neat. I think it allowed the kids to be a little bit more relaxed too. Yeah. 
if that makes sense. Right, I think you know? so. And and the goal is to make it a place that parents feel comfortable so yeah. that um, they don't get uptight and go home thinking, I didn't get anything out of that because I couldn't listen. I couldn't well, focus. and so, you know, I know that we'll, we plan to bring preschool and children's Sunday school back as soon as we can. Hopefully this week, I've got my fingers crossed. We're watching, watching numbers and talking to our, our folks. That said, um, there will likely be some more families looking for a place to worship. And I just want to be sure people knew what the Fellowship Hall space was like. It is there and it's ready. And uh, it's just been a, it's a neat thing. It'll be a, it'll be a cool memory in the Carterville database one day when we look back and say, you remember when? So, Matt, thanks for being with us on the podcast. I really appreciate it as always. Pam, thanks a ton for making time for this. Any last word, anything you want to say as we wrap up? I don't think so. I do. I'll tell you what I've got from this podcast. I want to sit with my kids in church. Like even we're in the sanctuary, but like I think I'm on the platform so much. It just is easy for me to sit on the front row. And I'm sitting here today realizing how much I miss standing by my boys in church. So anyway, thanks for the podcast. It's been good for me. Love you guys.